Welcome back, one and all, to Denny Thinks He Knows, a sports talk show hosted by me, Denny Glasser. Welcome back, everybody. It's episode 36. How are we feeling? Sounds like we're feeling good. Sounds like we're feeling good, guys. All righty. Hey, no cupcake. I'm just I'm just stretching it out as long as I can, guys. Uh, we I will eat that cupcake to celebrate episode 30 eventually. Eventually. Uh, we have so much great stuff to talk about on sports regarding uh, the NBA. Oh my gosh. Salute to the Bucks for winning the championship. I gotta, hey, I gotta pat myself on the back, guys. If you don't believe me, go tune in uh, to my episode back in December where I called it and said the Bucks would beat the Clippers, which it was not the Clippers. I said the Bucks would win a championship this season. And what happened? They won. The all-knowing one, as I called myself when I first made my prediction in 2010 that the Texas Rangers and the Giants would get to the World Series and that the I believe the Rangers would win. I believe that was my call. No matter what happened, it was correct. So uh, pretty, pretty stoked that I was able to do it a, a second time now. I called a championship. So with that, we're going to jump on in first up, guys. And then first up, we have the NFL. And I'm talking all Pittsburgh, guys. Training camp is upon us. The players have arrived. Uh, and some sad news to kick it off. Uh, we have Vince Williams retiring. He was released by the Steelers during this offseason and then signed back and now retired after eight seasons. Salute to him. Give it up to Vince. One of my favorites, especially over this past decade, uh, really stinks to see him walk away. But you know what? I'm happy for him. He's had a great career, and uh, it's nice to know that he can walk away on his own terms. So salute to him. Um, really going to miss him. Uh, someone we're really going to enjoy, though, as an addition is uh, Melvin Ingram. Could not believe it, guys. My Twitter blew up. Melvin Ingram. Is coming to the Pittsburgh Steelers on a one-year, $4 million contract. Could not be more stoked. He had zero sacks this past season, um, but he, I believe, had 12 quarterback uh, pressures, and he, had, it was, he was plagued with injuries. But the fact is, the man can absolutely ball out. He's already shown that he can get double-digit sacks. And the idea that we don't need him every snap during every game should only help us. I think he can come in situationally and still get five to 10 sacks this year. Super psyched about that. And I think we're, we're continuing to add, even though it hurts with the Vince Williams retirement, we're continuing to add. I'm still hearing Malik hookers out there for us and he may be coming. Very exciting stuff, guys. I'm here for it. Let's load it up. Let's go for that seventh Super Bowl. Uh, we also have uh, Ben looking great guys. Ben Roethlisberger showing up to camp wearing a shirt that said different, which he is. He's built differently. Uh, best quarterback to ever be a quarterback in the NFL. My words. Uh, but you know what? I'm super stoked that he's back healthy. And I think he's gearing up for a huge, huge season. Oh, how couldn't he? The offensive line, for as much slack that people are, are trying to throw at them, or I should say as smack, <laughs> they're not giving them slack, they're giving them smack talk. You know, I'm feeling really good with the offensive line. I think they're a gritty bunch, and the fact that he has Najee Harris now 
And you gotta love the wide receivers. Juju, Claypool, Deontay Johnson, Washington, Ray Ray, McLeod, I mean, and the tight ends. Come on, guys. Firemuth and Ebron. This is a loaded offense. We're gonna have fun. So I'm super pumped up for the NFL to start. In the coming weeks, we're gonna be talking about fantasy football. So get ready for that. We're gonna start talking some sleepers that you gotta look out for. And uh doing a doing some some mock drafts for you to, to get you ready for it. All right, I'm going to tell you some of my mock draft secrets. All right, you guys, that just about wraps up the NFL's portion of First Up. We're heading right on over to Major League Baseball. And in Major League Baseball, I'm talking about my Cleveland Indians, guys. They're 47 and 45. Okay, they started out good out of the All-Star break, and then they started to plummet. They're not doing great right now against the Astros, and uh, they really need to turn it on. Okay, they really need to turn turn on the gas uh my notes for them right now they need Bieber and they need Savali bad okay pitching is definitely a shown weakness right now and the offense can't keep up with it so please x back that's huge okay but they need Bieber and Savali they also need a center fielder I like that Zimmer has his moments I like that Mercado has his moments but at the end of the day they're batting 220 get me a bona fide stud that's gonna hit that's already hitting 300 and with a adjustment period coming over to the indians he hits 280 278 give me someone that's going to get on base a lot guys we need it okay we need it and we need it bad uh lastly we need to win (laughs) i know it sounds like a a stupid note but you need to find a way to win right now i kind of feel like they're finding a way to lose find a way to win cohesively bullpen rotation offense defense make it happen coaching figure it out 47 and 45 is not bad but you know what it means you're gonna have to have a really big august and you're gonna have to have, make a trade here really soon so finish the month strong have a big august set yourself up for a chance at the playoffs because right now we're on the way far out looking in we have to change that narrative and it starts now all right guys and lastly i have my highlights for the week we have the White Sox, who are 58 and 37 and 8 and 2 in their last 10 games. And we have the Giants at 59 and 35, 6 and 4. Listen, 6 and 4 is not that great, but they're leading the way uh, with uh, in the National League with the best record with 59 wins. And the Sox are pulling away from the Cleveland Indians for the, for the division title. So you got to give salute where salute is is needed all righty guys that just about wraps up the baseball's portion of first up you know what that means we're heading right on over to the nba man we're gonna miss this welcome back mitchell mack denford was good what's good a lot is good a lot is going on we know we're gonna keep you off and on throughout the off season but man we're gonna miss talking nba every week with you mitchell mack yeah, but you know, this was this was a great way to send it off. You know, this was a, the game six, absolutely incredible. And I want to give a shout out to you, Denny, for calling Bucks winning the championship at the very beginning of the season. That is very impressive. My prediction of uh, Philadelphia Utah Finals did definitely did not happen. But uh, thank you, sir. I really and, appreciate and, that. And before we go into talking about this specific game, I do want to talk about how I loved how unpredictable this NBA Finals was. 
You know, the Nets go in, everyone thinks, oh, the Nets are going to go this whole thing easy peasy. Uh, you know, the Hawks beating the Knicks, uh, the Lakers losing to the Suns in the first round, uh, the way that the, the Mavericks Clippers series happened and the way that Luca, you know, like blew up in the first two games in LA. And then, you know, the Clippers come back. I, very unpredictable, very enjoyable playoffs for me. But let's talk about game six and let's talk about Giannis Antetokounmpo. Oh my goodness. And for those of you who don't know his stat line, roughly 50 points, 10 plus rebounds, five blocks for this man. Absolutely incredible. Uh, I have a bunch of notes here, but I kind of want to just like say like, Denny, how did you feel watching the game? What did you see from the game? Absolutely loved it, Mitchell. We've been talking about this all playoff long, all season long, and it couldn't ring any louder than what took place, especially these past three games, I'd say. Mm -hmm. that, that one win, the first win when they were down 0-2 stopped the bleeding. But ever since then, even when the Suns would lead different quarters, momentum swung into Milwaukee's way. I predicted a game seven, so I was actually wrong on that regard. But the fact that they never let opportunity leave their house. Once opportunity knocked, they kept the opportunity over and locked yeah. the locked the darn doors on opportunity. And that's all I got to really say with this game is between the idea that they kept momentum, they mm. had so many contributions throughout. But Giannis, not only we talked about that block that he was able to do, he oh last gosh. week that he like he was the only like person on earth that could be capable of doing this. I think he was also like the, the one that's capable of like continuing to play at such an elite level game in and game out. I mean, he's mm -hmm. doing things that like only Michael Jordan's done and, and, yeah. and Elijah Juan that went in defensive player of uh, the year and MVP uh, championships like this, this uh -huh. is incredible stuff coming from him. And I, yeah, I just can't say enough. And, and I will say, and I talked about this a little bit with you before we uh, started rolling here on the pod it's pretty incredible that he embraced Mamba mentality. Mamba, mm -hmm. Kobe Bryant himself would give him challenges throughout the years. And he, in 2019, had a challenge to win the MVP. He won the MVP. And Giannis asked Michael or asked Kobe, what's next? And that's when Kobe said, uh, my guy, MVP, greatness, next up, championship. And he did it, man. That was incredible to me. Yeah, and you know, watch watching this game because um, the Bucks the Bucks have been pretty inconsistent. Uh, this game wasn't their best overall. Yeah, and Giannis's shoulders just—I mean, he had the entire Bucks team on his back. There was a point I I took a screenshot of this. I think it was going into the third quarter or something. Um, Giannis had 37 points. The rest of the Bucks combined had 40. Yeah. You know, when they finished the game, he had 50. They roughly had 100-something odd points. He scored half of their points. I mean, and he's getting those blocks. He's getting those rebounds. He's, he's doing hustle plays, things that, you know, you can't put on paper in a box score. Uh, it was absolutely incredible. I, I, I'm going to go to my notes real quick. So in the first quarter, Cameron Payne was keeping them alive. And I got to say, Cameron Payne might be one of the fastest dudes in the entire NBA. Like his first step is so quick the way he gets to the hole. Uh, yeah, first quarter was amazing by the Bucks, And I was like, oh my gosh, they got this thing easy. And then the second quarter comes in. Holy crap, the Suns are, are destroying them all of a sudden out of nowhere. 
And like, you know, CP3 with his mid-range, absolutely amazing. Third quarter, Booker gets hot. Drew Holiday's defense, incredible. Uh, Giannis is keeping them alive. As it says, Brooke Lopez has a monster jam in the third quarter. Like, it reminded me of like prime Dwight Howard. If you don't know anything about me, I love Dwight Howard. Uh, so there's that. Fourth quarter, Frank Kaminsky finally playing some good minutes, playing well. Bobby Portis, we talked about this before the show. Bobby Portis giving them so much energy, giving them what they need, hitting some threes and giving them a bunch of energy, just like getting in Chris Paul's face, loved it. And something towards the end that I saw was that Devin Booker was kind of his own worst enemy. He wasn't getting the calls he wanted, and it seemed like he started to like give up, and he let his aggression get the best of him. Sure. Like, like I, I, I saw that a lot. I wasn't a huge fan of that. And, and like, I, I get it. Like, if you feel like, you know, the refs are going against you, like that's a hard feeling to press, I'm sure. But, you know, you got to understand that the reason Giannis had all these calls is because every time he's going to the paint and every time he's bashing up against someone, like, sure. like it was, oh man, I, I honestly like can't talk enough about how well Giannis did. And CP3 did a good of a job as he can, but it, it just wasn't enough. It just wasn't when Giannis was dunking over people or hitting layups around people or just going to the free throw line, like. It was incredible, man. It was it was some of the best basketball I've ever seen. And and you know what I love too is I I, I truly do enjoy being in the moment of what they did just now. Mm-hmm. But even Giannis, one of the first things I heard him say when he grabbed the mic and he started talking was that he's ready to do it again. And this is uh, yeah yeah this is that one team that I'm like yeah I could see them like literally rinse and repeat like they're going to be able to keep most of them and yeah. the biggest domino. And I, I listened back actually on my recording back in December when I did call the bucks winning mm-hmm. it all against the Clippers, by the way, I was a little off. Hey, that's close. It's way closer than me though. You know, killing it. <laughs> but, but I, I did say uh, that he was going to win. And then I thought in a very Kawhi way, he was going to take off right after he won. And my feelings have changed. Uh, listening to him. He is such a loyal guy, which is so refreshing in the NBA. I know mm-hmm. it's like, you know, hey, they got to look out for themselves, but it's so darn refreshing to see an absolute superstar put family and team like number one and two. Like mm-hmm. he, he loves the Bucks, and he said they took a chance on me. He wants to say, so yeah, I, I see them sticking around. And as long as you got the, the freak on your team, man, like, and you pointed it out throughout the, the past month when he continues to figure it out it's gonna get scary yeah absolutely scary that he he's still learning he's still growing yeah yeah i mean it's still not a very consistent jump shot like i was he he took three three pointers that game and every time he took a three i audibly was like why no don't and he shot one for three which is okay you know that's pretty good but but also that's that's a good thing because it showed that he knows he knows what he's good at right now yeah. and like he had he had to understand like yeah i can work on my jump shot this off season i'm not going to improve my jump shot game to game right now like i need to go to the paint i need to play defense and you know he he did it so well and, and like you're saying i think this team will be back for you know to to play against the nets or whoever in the eastern conference finals because, I mean, they have the defense in Giannis and Drew Holiday, and they have the offense in Giannis and Chris Middleton. And and Chris Middleton, I mean, I, I feel like kind of un, un, not going to be talked about a whole lot, 
because of Giannis, but Chris Middleton's shots, like in the fourth quarter, he hit a bunch of mid-rangers that were just like so needed. And they give him that extra bit of space, that extra bit of gap between them and the Suns. And it, it, it was so needed because if he, if he missed those, you know, then maybe the Suns get a little bit more energy. They can make a comeback, but yeah, Middleton was able to shut him out. So, yeah. Ooh. And, and, you know, I want to talk, um, unless you want to say anything else about this, uh, about the Bucks specifically, uh, I want to get into a little bit of like, oh, what's going to happen next season? We talked about it a little bit yeah. before the show. Chris Paul. Do you think Chris Paul stays? Do you think Chris Paul goes? What do you think I, happens? I think he stays. I think you think he stays? Yeah, I, I think he sees a, nu- a nucleus that works with the Suns that, uh, you know, given, you know, a, a little bit more of a healthier season uh, this upcoming year that I don't think he'll he'll bounce. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of activity this summer uh, with free agency. Mm-hmm. He's not one of them. I think he stays, uh, like I said, I think Giannis stays. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I think Giannis stays, I think he's a lifer. I mean, I think he's like Dirk. He's like Kobe, you know, I think he's there forever. Um, personally, I think Chris Paul might, uh, so many pieces going on. Sorry on the mic. I think Chris Paul might jump ship and I think he's going to go, if he can, I think he'll go to the Lakers. And if he can't go to the Lakers, I think he doesn't leave because I think the idea of him and a healthy LeBron James and a healthy Anthony Davis is too much to pass up on like if he can get that sure i think he will but uh maybe you're right i mean i i really like devin booker you gotta love what you've seen out of these playoffs he had at least one 40 point game in the finals which is historic um but yeah i mean we'll we'll see if chris ball has that faith in him and deandre ayton because deandre ayton played really well in the first few games and then kind of like slowly disappeared and there was a point in the fourth quarter last night where I saw a play, he had the ball right under the basket and Giannis was on him. And you could see how scared he was to take a shot against Giannis. Because like a, a few minutes before, uh, he, he went for like a jump hook and Giannis just swatted the crap out of it. Like Giannis was all over him. Yeah. And so I, I think Aiton has some, a little growing to do. Uh, just And I get it because, you know, Giannis is an amazing defender uh, and just like finding some more post moves or whatever it may be. Uh, but yeah, it... it if you're DeAndre Ayton, you're having a little bit of a, a little bit of a rough morning right now. <laughs> it's a game of adjustments, but when yeah. it looked, when it looked like the Suns could not be stopped in the beginning of the series, it, it, yeah. it looked like you know uh, Suns in four. We, well, yeah, and, know, and the, but, the internet was claiming yeah. Chris Paul already. They're like, I can't believe he, he he's won his first championship. You know, like a little early. And I and I absolutely loved that LeBron was so boisterous. For for being a guy that I know he likes his veterans, mm-hmm. he also likes his big you know guys in their prime too. But for being such a a figure of like should be for all, mm-hmm. so so uh, over the top with the Suns and telling on Twitter constantly like uh, one down, three to go, two down, you know, two to go. Yeah, Chris Paul, Chris Paul, all about Chris Paul and all about the Suns. I'm like. Love that. Love that. Absolutely <laughs> love that. Because, I mean, he's looked at us such as like, you know, he's the, I don't know, the, the chairman of, for all the players and for him to just be so one-sided. I'm like, good. This is, this is beautiful for everybody. Beautiful. I'm so happy for the Bucks, their fans, their fans are going through enough. Aaron Rodgers may not even come back for their yeah. beloved Packers that it's like, there's just so much to like. They they haven't I don't know if they haven't never won or haven't won since the fifties I can't recall but 
The Bucks, uh, yeah, they they won in '71 with Kareem in the and, '70s and Oscar Robertson. So there we go. So it's been 50 years. That's what. Yeah. That's what I heard. Um. So just incredibly happy for their fans and. Oh yeah, how I, can't, I, mean, I can't say enough. This is perfect. Yeah, and, and, and you know, but I want to real quick before we go. Uh, if you don't know Giannis's backstory, uh, quick, quick brief on his backstory he grew up in greece very poor to where he was like selling things on the streets to make money for his family like cds and bracelets things like that uh 12 years old he picked up basketball he and his older brother played together and they were so poor that they had to share shoes go- growing up like so when Giannis would come off the court he would give his shoes to to thonis and and vice versa and you know to see where he is now multiple mvp championship millionaire you know icon it absolutely incredible. So, so props to Giannis. Way to go! Love man. it, love and it. And he's my age. He's twenty six. I was like, "What the heck?" It's incredible. What? what? <laughs> amazing, amazing, man. Absolutely incredible. And and it just it, I couldn't find a better team or a better uh, outside of my Steelers, <laughs> you know, or, <laughs> or 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 my Cleveland Indians or my Cleveland Cavaliers. But, but outside of those those three, you know, I couldn't find a better team and a better fan base and a better player to root behind this was mm. this has been so much fun to root for the bucks and being yeah. on their bandwagon and and it it's so refreshing to see like i said a, a a likable superstar i mean this past year the dodgers won the major league baseball championship which nothing against the dodgers Ugh, out, yuck am i right but they've they've done it, and they're such a storied franchise. They haven't done it since the '80s, but they're a fr- storied franchise. And then you get Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Give so me a fucking a, break. Thank you. Someone had to say it, but it's like, you know, you have two of those franchises where it's like, okay. And then you get the NBA, and I'm like, no, I don't want to see predictable basketball. I don't want to see two teams that you expect. I, I don't want to see year. the Celtics and Lakers. You know. I definitely didn't want to see the Nets. I was so that I think I was when I watched that win last night. I was really relaxed because I felt it in my bones that this was going to happen. But it was there was so much uncertainty with the the Nets, and when they oh were at the Nets, I was that was so beautiful. Everything the NBA has worked so hard to curate. They've they've created this monster of these super teams and they, and they want it and it's great for marketing and it draws fans to watch it yeah and f- to watch it get destroyed by Giannis, who's only 26 yeah he's gonna do it again i'm so pumped Let Dude, him- we'll, we'll we'll see next year if you know if the nets are fully healthy it will be super interesting to see that that uh, eastern conference finals go down uh but i mean ugh, you you know props to the props to the bucks right now you know you just gotta gotta give it where it is Amen. I'll hold my predictions till at least. Uh, oh like yeah, yeah, yeah. September. We, we, we got to see where <laughs> where free agents go. I don't want to make any predictions. They'll right probably want to go play for the Bucks. <laughs> hey, maybe. Oh, real quick, I am a little disappointed that the Bucks won because that means that Damian Lillard won't team up with Giannis now. Because if 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 Damian Lillard teams up with Giannis, they'd be so lame, you know. But if he lost and they teamed up, that would be cool. But that won't happen. So a little bummed out about that. I mean, the Bucks do get a free pass by me. So, <laughs> if you, I mean, because honestly, Middleton has evolved into that superstar status, and you got Drew Holiday, who's just an absolute bulldog, and they have nice pieces. But it's like there's no one on Giannis's level on that oh, team. Yeah. 
So if you no, add no, no. one other superstar, I can't get mad at that. It's when you're trying to add, you know, the three or four, have your whole <laughs> starting five, you know, and then be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And then your bench is also, you know, uh, former superstars or, you yeah. know, come on. One more. I, I'd love to see some Dame time with some Greek freak action. Oh my gosh. They'd be the perfect combo. Yes, they would. Giannis, Giannis could do everything inside defense and Dame, you know, with a clock running down, he can hit those bomb threes. It, it, it would be the best pairing since Jack and Kobe, if they did team up. I'd but, have a hard time not, not rooting for them over my Cavaliers. Oh my gosh. Hey, Colin Sexton's moving, by the way. I'm calling it right now. Colin Sexton doesn't stay a Cavalier. But that is our time for basketball. <laughs> Burn on the buzzer beater. On the buzzer. All right, guys, that does wrap up our time. We have a lot to talk about this episode and more to come this offseason for the, for the NBA. Oh, yeah. Um, but we're heading right on over to. Oh, I know we're heading on over to because I got to turn down my mic. Because it's time for secondary motion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to miss that, Mitchell Mack, at least not on a regular basis. Yeah. It's going to be rough here, you guys. It's going to be rough. Yeah. Anyone hear me sing? <laughs> All right. Oh, boy, oh, boy. All righty. So, starting with my fantasy baseball lineup. I'm going that catcher, Gary Sanchez, first base, Vladimir Guerrero, junior, second base, Jose Altuve, third base, Rafael Devers, shortstop, I got Carlos Correa, DH, I got Shohei Otani, in the outfield, I got Joey Gallo, Kyle Tucker, and Michael Brantley, and my rotation is Lance McCullers, Zach Plesak, and Matt Manning, closing out is my own James Karen Chak. there it is, everybody. Read it and weep. Read I'm weeping. Weep. I'm weeping, folks. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, Mitchell Mack, this isn't you signing off, but it is you uh, saying uh, we'll see you around a little less often, I guess. A temporary goodbye. Yeah, temporary. You're not, you're not being laid off for anyone worrying about, uh, <laughs> you know, Mitchell. Not being a bad employee. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm employee of the month right behind Denny. Technically, yeah. It would be bad if you weren't. It would be bad <laughs> if you were Pretty weren't. bad look. <laughs> but uh, we look forward to having you back from time to time. We got the NBA draft, free agency. Woo! And I'm Woo! sure and I'm sure a little bit of go- hot gossip that you can drop in once in a while. A little juicy goss never hurt. Yeah, let us know what you hear through the grapevines. But until then, Mitchell Mack, you take care. We'll see you around. Hasta la pasta. Oh my gosh, guys. So good having Mitchell Mack back. Like we said, we are going to miss him. He's going to be back from time to time, but nothing like having him in every single week, guys. All right. You know what that means. We're heading right on over to Last Straw. And in Last Straw, wow, we have an entire parade coming in right now, guys. Oh, oh, my oh, my God. God. Oh, oh my God! There's ten of you here. It's a Sandman, and I brought my friends. Adam Sandler, what's going on? Not so much. We just here to celebrate the Milwaukee Bucks. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh my gosh, Pacino's here. Oh yeah, those Bucks. Let me tell you, they are a goddamn good team. Oh yeah. All right. Okay. Alan Rickman. What'd you think of the Bucks? 
You know, I thought that Jonas Antetokounmpo was quite amazing. Oh my gosh, Alan! Wow. You know, I, I can't believe the way you scored the ball. 50 points. It's amazing. Christopher Walken! Yeah, I know. Danny, I'm here for you always, baby. Just like Giannis's defense is always there for the Bucks. It's I crazy. love when you love when you call me baby. Oh, baby, don't worry about it. I'll do it all the time. Yes, he will. He'll do it all the time. Gilbert Godfrey, this That's is crazy. Right. I'm back from the dead. This is getting incredible. Yes, yes, it is, my good friend. It's me, Ian McKellen. Oh, wow. You don't recognize me from Lord of the Rings. I'm Gandalf, you fool. I will leave this place at once. You do not recognize my star power. Sorry, sorry, you never watched Lord of the Rings. Oi, you ain't never watched Lord of the Rings. I have me, Jason Statham. I've watched Lord of the Rings and I love them, I do. Oh, Batman, what's going on, man? Batman, what are you talking about? I'll bloody Jason Statham. I'll I'll pinch your nipples. I will. Hey, well, Jason Statham. That's uh, that's a long call for that, Jason. That's uh, it's kind of crazy. Hey, hey, Danny, how you doing, man? That's uh, how, how, how's life going here for you, Danny? It's me, Jay. Oh, oh hey, Jay. Yeah, what's going on? So, so, so you get excited about this? You get excited about this, uh, the Bucks? They, uh, yeah, the Bucks. Uh, Bucks won the uh, World Championship. Yeah. I haven't come oh, up with a punchline wow. for it yet, but you know, I'm I'm working on. I'm working on it. Hey, hey. That's fine, all right, Jay. Don't worry about it. We're all working on it together, all right? Because it's me. Mark. Marky Wahlberg yeah. and the Funky Bunch. The Funky Bunch, yeah. Everyone here, they're all so funky, all right? They're mainly old white men, but they're very funky old white men, all right? Oh, my goodness. Yes, they are. They are indeed. McConaughey. Yeah, well, you see, Danny, the thing about the Bucks is that they go where no man wants to go up, down, left, right, north, right. East, West, they'll do it. Don't you worry about that, all right? Oh, hey, my hey, God. Hey, hey, show it Now, you listen to me, Jenny. I, I know that you predicted the Bucks would win at the beginning of the season. And I'm, I'm so proud of you, I am. I'm so goddamn proud of you, I am, Daddy. Hey, you're bringing a bloody cheer to my heart. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is overwhelming. And Jesse uh, Pinkman? Yeah. Well, oh, no. I'm not yet. No, this is me. Right. I'm Ray, yeah. What right. did you do sneaking in? Uh, I, uh, you know, I, uh, it's it's what I do. Uh, so, you doing all right? God, yeah. I'm not good at conversation. I'm so bad at this. You no, know it's what? okay, Ray. I think I was going to say hi to Jesse anyway. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, let me, uh, let me go find that guy for you. Yo, bitch. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's right, bitch. I'm here, bitch. Jesse Pinkman, everybody. Yeah. Hey, my favorite comedian. Hold on. I'm sorry, Danny. What kind of place is this? <laughs> I'm sorry, Sebastian. We what ran out of time. Of we got, You're running out of time on me? <laughs> we got to get going. On a scalp, we got to get going, you Sebastian. I'm sorry. I'm on this guy. Uh, oh, my gosh. That was a plethora of amazing comedians dropping in, actors dropping in. Truly uh, thankful for all the celebs that dropped into the studio. Wow. And thank you again for Mitchell Mack. 
for dropping in for the NBA's portion of First Up. We're going to miss seeing him around. But we're going to keep these episodes rolling. I will say Danny thinks he knows is taking a week off next week, and he will be back the following week picking up right where we left off for old episode 37. All right, guys. In last straw, I got the NBA playoffs need to be shorter. Listen, I had fun this past NBA uh, season, and especially watching these playoffs. I can't say enough. So pumped up for the Bucks and how they're able to change the narrative of you don't need to be a super team to win. But let's make them shorter, guys. How about this? How about best of threes all the way until you get to the conference finals, okay? Conference finals, switch it to a best of five. And let's save the whole best of seven until the actual finals. Just my take. We're almost to the end of July now, and we just wrapped up the NBA lesson. I get that we started in December, okay? I, I get that, but it's like, let's wrap it up a little earlier, okay? That's my only pet peeve. Fun, super fun. NBA, keep building your super teams, I got your kryptonite, Giannis, baby. And he's not going anywhere. That man's going to keep destroying these super teams. Just watch. Replay this back in three to five years. Anyways, that's my show, guys. No questions. You know you know where to find me. And if you don't, I'll challenge you to reach out to me and ask me where to send those questions because you should already know. You should already know, guys. That's been my show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you have a great rest of your week. And a great week ahead, as I won't see you for an extra week. And until next time, uh, bye-bye.